0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host, Colonel, and Dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games and still resident superstar Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian?
1: That's right. They thought they could take me down. They thought, oh, a three-on-one. We'll do that in Mario Party 2 and we'll take them out. Not so as the late, great. Macho man Randy Savage used to say, the cream always rises to the top. (laughs) And that's me, your resident forever superstar. How you doing tonight, my good man? My good second place? Oh, no, wait. Where were you? Fourth? Third? You were third, weren't you? I was third. I was third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My good third place?
0: (laughs) Barely. I was barely third. That was a rough (laughs) game. Um, (laughs) Because, yeah, that was... uh, uh, yeah, I was in last most of that game, right? And then right at the tail end, I managed to snag something. I got super lucky. Yeah, Dude. what we're talking about, if you're wondering what we're talking about, we were, uh, last Tuesday, uh, we joined uh, Connor McCabe over on his Twitch channel and all uh, the last, I think every Tuesday, They'll probably be doing it tomorrow night too, so make sure you go over there. Twitch.tv slash cons is cool, C-O-N-Z-I-S-C-O-O-L 69 at the end there too. Yeah. Um, and uh, every Tuesday, they've been streaming Mario Party with friends to raise money for men's uh, health issues, awareness for men's health issues, and uh, raising money for a charity called, uh, was it Zero? Is that what it's called?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was for. Um, men's health.
0: It was a certain kind of cancer, though, uh, that I as I've prostrate cancel, that makes sense uh, so we we smashed our goal they, they've met the goal every every week now it's been killer like and we we, we set the goal for 250 bucks um, on top well so Straight they were forward. already at what they were already like hundred were at like a hundred or 110 from the week before and mm-hmm. then so yeah we, we we managed to raise that means we raised 140 bucks that Tuesday so it was a lot of fun it was great they're gonna be doing it tomorrow night so make sure to tune in and uh, join them. Um, and yes, uh, I, I am in fact, Garrett, I, don't, don't be fooled. I'm not pulling like a, uh, I don't want to spoil the game for anyone. I don't want to spoil the game. No, I was going to say from, from metal. I was going to make a metal gear reference. Oh, <laughs> smart,
1: smart man. Smart man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. So for Those of you who have played metal gear solid, maybe you understand the reference a little bit, but otherwise we'll move on here. Um, but yeah, of course, JJ, once again, not. Oh, sorry. I guess I should, for audio listeners, sorry. I'm wearing sunglasses. That's <laughs> that, that's what I was going to refer to. Uh, I will not speak any further on it because, again, I don't want to spoil Metal Gear Solid for that, you know, 20-plus-year-old game that if you haven't played by now, what are you doing? Um, but uh, JJ is not with us tonight. Uh, So he he found that cranberry sauce last week, you know? and and at, at first so i just talked to him on the phone he claimed he's like hey i'm doing i'm doing better i'm on the mend you know i'm not feeling so great stomach's a little sour but you know what i i you know doctor said i'm good to go well i FaceTime with him earlier today i'm like hey dude you're good to go he's like yeah 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 i was like i i i, I called him on facetime and he wouldn't he wouldn't show the, he wouldn't point the camera at himself i'm like hey dude what's, what's going on why are you hiding?" Um. I was like, I you. I was like, I want to see. And finally he did. And dude, it's a straight up like Joker situation where he fell in the Vat of cranberry sauce. He stained. And <laughs> he stained red. And on top, that, <laughs> on top of that. On top of that. On top of that, I think he's gone a little loony. I think he's gone a little crazy. So I wouldn't be surprised if, within the next couple of weeks, we have a full Joker situation. But it's just <laughs> Cranberry Man or something. I don't know what his name's gonna be. That'll be up to him to decide, I guess, or the police. Uh, but uh, yeah, he's he's still a little little loony and uh, and very red. So <laughs> yeah, he, he felt a little embarrassed to be on the show. So he's not joining us here again uh so get get well soon i don't i don't know maybe maybe the same stuff that he uses to bleach his butthole he can use for the rest of his skin i don't know if that'll help i guess uh, i
1: heard that stuff burns though at least that's what he was telling me
0: so yeah you gotta you gotta do what you you gotta do do. do, (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: all
0: right uh well today we're gonna be talking about callisto protocol's "Quote unquote paywall." Uh, Xbox wants Sony to be like Nintendo, and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet broke some serious records, and frame rate isn't one of them. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers Bumplesmash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma one and our Super Gamer sponsors Julie Bates and Malamere. Uh, let's see. Whew, it's been a while. It's been a couple weeks. We skipped last week, so I'm like trying to like okay where get am back I at? into the groove yeah yeah um patreon.com slash super boys if you want to be awesome just like those folks i named there, head over there and support is starting at just a buck a month you can get episodes early and ad free such as this show and super gamer book club hosted by adrian uh right now you can the newest episode is luigi's mansion featuring Connor mccabe from call me by your game uh, also the buddy that we streamed with last week and you should go watch tomorrow at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69 um fantastic dude uh fantastic game and a really fun episode uh for free if you're on the fence about supporting us you want to check out some of the other content from super Gamer book club right now you can listen to the omori episode featuring ray from twitch.tv slash ray no yuki and uh that was again a uh it, it's always a blast being with ray but boy that episode was it was tough that was, that was a tricky one so uh just because of uh, the subject material it's yeah whew, it is a good game It's was a fan game. It, it's the same way that i described uh the joker movie that came out to my wife because she's she's never seen it I, I told her like don't don't watch it like because i i know i know her and she will not like right it. but also i'm like it's the greatest movie ever made that i never want to watch again
1: that's exactly (laughs) it i don't have to see it again i'm good
0: it's like quality is there but you know what i feel so sick to my stomach right now i don't want to play that game again (laughs) or watch that movie or whatever so it's gonna be a long time if if i ever do play it again very emotional game that's just like peak storytelling that really hits you right in the feels um upcoming actually we're gonna be recording this week and it'll be coming out this friday uh for uh, you patreon supporters Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, featuring Nintendo Cartridge Society. Classic. I cannot wait. Uh that was a fun game to get to. And uh yeah, check off my list and I'm excited to talk about it with uh the three professionals, the three uh um, experts, I guess I should say, people who have been playing this game a lot longer than me. This is my first playthrough ever of this game. So if you want to hear this, those the thoughts, second from me, piece.
1: Yeah, so if you want to
0: hear my thoughts as a newbie and their thoughts as experts, you know, longtime players of the game, uh, definitely support us so you can so you can get that. Uh, we'll talk more about our Patreon later in the show. Uh, right now, I want to give a shout-out to Jack Surrach and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Thank you very much. And uh, please go support them. Show them some love. Uh, you can go over to Spotify, go to Apple Music, listen to their stuff. Uh, that's what's playing in the background right now. Um, and I think I even saw on instagram that old jack might be coming back with cooking music, something up so i'm i'm excited i'm excited can't wait to see what uh, what's he has in store so all right it is now time to check the mail
1: why don't you go ahead and download the mail you got the you got your glasses on
0: oh yeah so i forgot sorry let means eight just... hey. got your StarTex yes. text on uh-huh Sorry, I, I can hear her. You, you can't. It's, it's the, Yeah, it's, I know how the glasses uh, work. Okay, okay, all right. I've want, seen the movie. I, I didn't want you to think I was crazy just, like, you know, talking <laughs> to no one over here. Uh-huh. No, 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 not that. No, don't download it. No, no. Oh, okay.
1: Get out of the JJ drive. Get out of there.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, here we go. Okay, I found the right file. Okay. Um, it was deep, deep, deep in the hard drive, but I found it. Uh, here are the questions <laughs> downloaded straight from the dark web. Uh, Eddie Martin writes in and asks, what's your Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving food? Now, this question, <laughs> he originally asked, we were going to talk about it last week before we all had our uh, very uh, interesting that we all had Thanksgiving. At the same time. Last week. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Absolutely bizarre. Um, but uh, uh, we were supposed to answer it last week. And then when we couldn't, he's like, wait, how am I going to know what what, your, what the Mount Rushmore is? I'm like, you know what? We just need a little extra You'll be time. You'll just fine, like, boy. Let us, let us do some sampling. We're going to do some very official sampling, testing, um, bring in some experts, uh, put together a whole panel, and then we'll get back to you with our official results. So here we are. We're back from Thanksgiving. We've eaten some good food. What are uh what's your mount rushmore thanksgiving food adrian
1: well if you gotta if you gotta start it off this is this one is very dependent on who's making it and how they're making it right but you gotta go with turkey if somebody can make a really good juicy turkey or if they could fry one up appropriately to where it's crispy on the outside and and juicy on the inside unbeatable unbeatable uh, Next after that would be stuffing or dressing, however you like to call it, and you have to have cranberry with it. It's good on its own. It's very good on its own. But if you don't have it with the cranberry, it doesn't just it doesn't reach the peak that it should be at. <clears throat> that would be my uh, number two.
0: What? Okay. I I'm, what? I'm not. I love cranberry sauce, but not with my stuffing. That's for sure. What do you put it with? I just eat it straight up, dude. I just like I'll eat that stuff right out of the can, man. I love no cranberry way. sauce so much. Oh, it's fantastic.
1: No, you gotta mix it in, <laughs> dude. You mush it in with the with the the stuffing.
0: Oh, I and it love gets that little feeling. sweet
1: tang to it. I, I, I
0: love the feeling of my teeth as they are just like the acid is just eating them away from the cranberry <laughs> sauce. It's so a lot like how JJ's body felt when he fell into that vat.
1: Oh, you know? no wonder, no wonder. <laughs> That's his super villain origin. Instead of I fell into a vat of acid. <laughs> I fell into a vat a of cranberry sauce. Uh, all it took was one bad day. Uh, my third would be uh, yams, of course. Uh, now, how delicious. are these prepared? What do you mean? How yams are always prepared? Baked. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. Well, let me, because in my family, we eat yams or sweet potatoes a lot. Like, it's like a normal thing at just every meal. Um, but I know some people for Thanksgiving will like – because, you know, we'll just slice them up and bake them and it's like, okay, it's a good little salt and pepper or something. But I know on Thanksgiving a lot of people do it special like – and they'll sweeten them up a little bit, throw yeah. some marshmallows on top. Is that what you're talking no, about? Like no, that?
1: not marshmallows. But oh, okay. sweeten them up and and put the – the kind of like a syrup on it. Yeah. Or like a – yeah, we'll do that. Okay. okay. That's the best okay. way for me to eat them. I'll eat them straight so, up like regular, yeah. you know, regular baking. but when they put that that syrup in there and you let it sit in there and marinate for a little bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> unbeatable. Yeah, that's unbeatable. that's a good one. That's a, especially with uh, if you've never tried it with marshmallows, it's good cuz they get a little toasted in the oven. Whew, it's so good. I love it. I love it. Not a lot. You don't uh, want to get too crazy cuz it's already pretty right, sweet right. with that with the syrup and stuff, but yeah, you add like a little marshmallow Um. Oh, stuff. so
1: good. And then my last one is is pretty controversial because I put this one on there, and it's the same thing as turkey. You have to know what you're doing with it, and that's mac and cheese. Let me say this right now. If I come over to your Thanksgiving, house. Thanksgiving, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, if I come over to your house, and I see a box of instant macaroni anywhere near or the shelf or anywhere else, I'm not eating it, dude. I need you to get the good premium or you can make it by hand whichever if you're going to do store-bought please don't do like craft or or something like that get the good (laughs) noodles and you have to make it with actual cheese like when i pull when i when i put my fork in the mac and cheese and i go past the crunchy top of the exterior level of cheese if i pull my fork out and i don't see strands of cheese coming from it you failed you failed you didn't make (laughs) mac and cheese
0: that's interesting. But when
1: it, I Thanksgiving
0: or yeah, mac and cheese is not a. I don't know if I've ever had a thing at Thanksgiving. I I love mac and cheese, so I really like the it's idea a staple of that. And, and
1: my Thanksgiving. yeah,
0: I, now that you're saying, I'm like I don't know why I've never done it because it's like one of my favorite meal like dishes ever. I love mac oh, yeah. and cheese so much, so I'm like, I like why wouldn't you have it at Thanksgiving? Um, but uh, that uh, I now, how do you feel about like a cracker crumble on top of your mac and cheese? Like I know some not, people do that like the cracker crust a little bit.
1: I'm not opposed to it. I would rather have a cheese crust on top. Um just because I feel like that that fits with the cheese theme a little bit better. And right. if you cook it just well enough, it should have that crunch on it already. Um but I have had it with the with the cracker crumble and that's good too. Yeah. Have you ever had speaking of tangent? Have you ever had apple pie with cheese on the top? Uh I've been told about it and like, uh, like the shark, I'm not talking about crab slices. I'm like, no, 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 no.
0: Yeah. Uh, someone told me about it and I refuse to believe that's a thing because
1: it's actually pretty good. It's horrible. No, no, no. Look, I don't eat a lot of crazy stuff. Like, you know, when people put raisins where they're not supposed to go or apple slices in guacamole out of, out of pocket stuff, like crazy. No. And I, I gave it a shot. And it's actually not half bad. I don't know what it is. It gives it like a different kind of texture, and it right. gives it a little like a little. I don't know if tang is the right word, but it kind of mixes that sweet and savory a little bit. Takes the edge off because you know apple pie gets real, real, real sweet because all right. the apples yeah. and sugar and all that stuff. But so this I kind of get. balances it out. Give it a shot. I'll have to give it a shot. Okay, and I'm, right. it, it does, and you don't drown it in cheese. You just put right enough on top so that when it when it cooks. It makes that little crispy topping. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that,
0: and I'm like, nope, that does not. I love cheese and I love apple pie,
1: but I don't
0: know. This yeah. is just hard. To I think you were thinking of it right. as
1: if like somebody was making a pizza out of it. No, it's not nearly that much cheese. <laughs> this
0: is like a straight up, just like pizza. <laughs> uh, that would be horrible. Um, all right. Uh, well, my Mount Rushmore. I think I have to agree with the the turkey. Um, that's up there for me. I and mm-hmm. I, I specifically dark meat. I yes. care less about white meat. Like get rid oh. of, like throw the white meat in the trash. On it. or no, you no, know, no, okay. The white meat's good for sandwiches. Like the next week. There you
1: week. go. There you go. But smart man, dark now, meat you, now you're is, spitting.
0: Yeah, the dark meat's where it's at on Thanksgiving Day. Um, I have to fight dark, my uncle for the legs. <laughs> Every year Yeah uh, Well fortunately for me I'm the only one Who likes the dark meat Like in my family It's bizarre or At least here Where I, like when I, I live With my in-laws So we did Thanksgiving With them And everyone either Like There's a couple people Who like don't like turkey And then Everyone else is white meat people i'm like sweet more You're for lucky me. son of a gun i <laughs> you was gonna say <laughs> you, you can come to have thanksgiving with us you can bring mac and cheese to our thanksgiving <laughs> and uh and and you can have uh, some of my dark meat
1: sounds um, like a plan
0: uh i also have stuffing on there but now now with the cranberries man like, i don't know about that you know what um, well,
1: agree yeah, that to disagree because
0: at least you have stuffing on there i'm yeah, fine with it, that it, it doesn't sound terrible like the, the apple pie with cheese that that makes my stomach kind of feel like it's flipping and flopping but stuffing with cranberry that doesn't make me like i don't think like oh it's going to be bad it's just like i don't know i've just never
1: had it and i would say next guess, time you have know. it try so. it with just a little bit yeah see to, how you need, like it give it a shot give it a shot
0: um uh number 3 for me would be I like a really good, like dinner roll. Like I know that sounds really like basic and boring.
1: No, but I get you. I I've had bad
0: dinner rolls too. That's like not great. Uh, that really sucks. Actually, like there's dry and crumbly or something like that. But if it's yeah. nice, soft, warm, like straight out of the oven, uh, my grandma would do even like croissants, like from like the Pillsbury, like the ones you pop open and throw in the oven. But those are like so good and buttery and have soft. You have you had brioche? So- oh. I would I would eat like a whole like <laughs> one can
1: just to myself of like those freaking croissants and stuff, dude. Um, brioche dinner rolls, oh my god! Uh, uh, you want to talk about fluffy and buttery, out of this world? Dang, yeah, I I have not tried that.
0: Um, trying to think of my number four. Uh, so this is kind of a new thing, and I think again it's because I've had Thanksgiving the last couple of years with my in-laws, and they're not mm, turkey mm. people as much. They do ham more. Yeah. Um, my – so I grew up in a family that also did ham, but I I, I like turkey more. I just kind of – and I, I get a little bit of ham. I guess – and like my grandma's ham was good, but it was never my favorite. But I don't know what my mother-in-law she, – she doesn't do anything special. She just buys it from the store. But the way she heats it up, I guess, I don't know, whatever brand <laughs> she buys from the store, like the pre-cooked stuff – um, and like a spiral Woo. ham that you just warm up, basically.
1: Grandma, it's, you put that oven to 370. So good this time! <laughs> Woo
0: Uh It's is really good. I don't know what, yeah, spiral ham she's buying, but it's like it's just perfection. I'm like, okay, all right, that's good. I'm I might be a ham guy now. I mean, nah, I'll always <laughs> like dark meat turkey, but you know, that's that that good old spiral ham. It's it's good stuff.
1: Right. If I put something uh, down in front of you, you you're not gonna turn away.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. This next question comes to us from Sir Prince a lot, who ask, Who's an overrated superhero <clears> and <throat> why? Take it away. So I was hoping JJ would be here because he'd fight me on it. I mean, you'll probably still fight me on it. Um I think Superman's super overrated.
1: Nope, not gonna fight you on that one.
0: I there are so many people who are like diehard Superman fans, and I just don't get it. Like he's cool. He can do everything. He's invincible. He's fast. He's whatever. But doesn't it get boring? Right. That okay. I gotta, and then, I gotta To me, so it's just like this there, there, there doesn't seem a to be and granted, I'm not like deep in the comic lore and all that stuff, but to me, any depiction I've seen, which is mainly movies, I'll I'll admit, and maybe some video games, she seems extremely shallow as a character. Um and then yeah, again, with the super powers being pretty much like everything The only it's power time he doesn't have powers when there's kryptonite around which even that he always happens to figure out how to get around it it's like okay like what's what's the deal here like why like, i think he's over i don't know a little overrated because so it's just boring to me
1: <laughs> well and that's the thing is a lot of people only know him from from that and i agree i'm still
0: here by the way i'm just covering my camera because you don't want to see what's under these glasses
1: oh that's okay i've yeah. seen i've seen that that monster <laughs> eye you got I've Um, seen the light. The best, the the reason that Superman is so boring is because there are very few people who can actually handle him as a character, right? So when you have somebody like that, who is that all powerful, you have to find other aspects of the story to make it good. So the best Superman stories are the ones that explore his, his understanding of the human condition, what it means for him to be human, And his relationship with humanity. Okay. And very many people don't know how to do that very well. So when you do get a good Superman story, you get an excellent Superman story, but there's so few and far in between that the average is so low that he does fall into the overrated category. Um, But when you do get good Superman content, it is really, really good. I will, I will say that as a defense, I'm not going to, to fight you. And you're thinking that he is overrated because in the majority of Superman media, he is overrated. But there are very good Superman stories in the comics if you look for him.
0: Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I've just never felt it. Like JJ is like, he's one of his favorite superheroes and all this stuff. I'm like,
1: that's because JJ's probably like, yeah, because he beats the, he punches the bad guys. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. And he lifts trucks. He lifts trucks. Really, JJ likes really buff strong dudes. Same as Ain't he likes sh- wrestling. He's he like bossily <laughs> man in no shit. I got on. questions, JJ. <laughs> uh what
1: what about you, AJ? Do you have an overrated superhero? I do. Uh mine is Mr. Fantastic. And it's it's not because he's not good at what he does. But if we're talking about the textbook definition of a superhero, like we were just talking about Superman, his power set, you know, his strength flies around in capes and all that, what his powers do, then he's absolutely whack. Reed Richards' superpower is his brain. He's like maybe top three smartest people in the Marvel Universe. That's his superpower. But if you try to make a movie out of it, like... When you get to the action parts it's gonna be so lame <laughs> so yeah as a superhero doing the 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 surface level superhero things super overrated because he can stretch a whole lot but if he tries to punch somebody it's just going to be his regular punch strength unless he does like a rubber band every time <laughs>
0: Uh, he's basically, it's just one piece. <laughs> he's just Luffy D. Monkey.
1: No, no, no. Luffy's <laughs> actually strong. Uh, You'll see. I mean. In time. Uh, if you ever get back onto it, episode 45. Uh, I watched two episodes while I was sick last week. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. I, it was the two, which I think you said were kind of like filler, but it was about, uh, what's his name? The clown. Buggy? Yeah, about Buggy kind of getting back at it after he got knocked down. Yep, that's where I'm at. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a long way to go. I I did fall off a little bit, but uh, hopefully I'll get back on there. <clears throat> uh, I I think I agree with you, Mister. Fantastic. Like with yeah, he it, well yeah he he doesn't he's not he's not really a superhero. I mean he's he's a
1: He's a scientist. Person.
0: He's he's brilliant. He's a genius. But a superhero, it's like yeah, it's a it's a stretch.
1: Mm-hmm. Get it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was trying to <laughs> trying to walk past that one, but hey. Uh, all
0: right. This next question comes to us from Bumble Smash. Actually, the next two questions, and they are: What is your opinion on QuickTime events? and if you think they should keep being used. So in games, you're get the you in the middle of a cutscene, the controller's halfway across the room on the coffee table, <laughs> and suddenly it wants you to press square right now uh, to punch something in the face. Uh, and you jump up as fast as you can, grab the controller, and mash every button but square, and then you fail the QTE. Uh, do you think this is a thing we should keep in video games? Why or why not?
1: I think if it's done tastefully... We can keep it around. I think people who have to do that are committing the biggest gaming sin by not having the controller within arm's reach. (laughs) I don't know why you would ever do that playing a video game. It's still interactive at the end of the day.
0: Me neither. Yeah, Um, it's absolutely crazy that someone would ever do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But there are a lot of games that have done it really well, and there are a lot of games that I'm like, all right, now come on. Uh, The biggest defender I've seen in probably recent memory is Rai, Son of Rome. It felt like everything you did in that game was a quick time event, and I'm like, man, come on! Can I just like, can I play the game? Can I do the combat? Like, it seemed like every third move was a quick time event. I I was probably hyperbole, but that's how I remember it. And then there are games like, um, I don't know if you ever played this one, but it's a Capcom game from the PS3, PS, yeah, PS3 era called Osiris Wrath, um, where it had a lot of quick time events but that was because that game was mainly more about you watching the events unfold than actually playing it because it was it was basically like a giant space god anime that you were interacting with so that worked out because it was they're just trying to get you to watch the movie and still keep it interactive in a sense
0: right um yeah, I am right there with you. If they're done right, they're I think they're great. I don't have any problem with them honestly. Uh I mean like the a lot of a lot of Sony <laughs> exclusives do it. Uncharted uh, like has them, um, uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man has them, um, God of War has them, um, Horizon but honestly, Horizon. But I mean, I feel like for the most part they're done pretty tastefully and even in PlayStation games, even though they're used in every PlayStation game, I feel like I've never come across it being feeling like it's overused Mm -hmm. maybe in uncharted there's a couple times it came close but like playing god of war ragnarok right now i'm like oh like it happens every once in a while and that feels earned it feels Mm -hmm. fine um and yeah and, and there's even like certain uh death animations for certain uh enemy types where it's like oh there's always like there's always a qte every time you kill this type of enemy because it's like requires you know both of you to take it down which is kind of mm-hmm. cool i think it's like oh i'm fighting this thing all right i need to expect a qte when i you know to do the finishing blow on it um <clears throat> so i i don't have any problem with it I, if it's done too much and it kind of gets to the point where it's like all right at this point you're just kind of you know uh I feel like it's It feels like they're trying to just get away with, like, oh, we want to give you story, but we don't have the budget or time or that we don't care about making it into an actual game. So we'll just be lazy and make a cutscene that you can kind of interact with. Right. Like, like if they are a good enough writer or developer, then they should be able to incorporate some of the story into gameplay. Right. And it shouldn't have to be just like a cutscene that you fake your way. Or at least the
1: majority should be in there and not in in a quick time event. Or if you're gonna do a cutscene, let
0: it just be a cutscene and let it be an epic cutscene, like like Kojima, you know, like mm-hmm. he has two hour cutscene and it's fine because it's freaking like, okay, what the heck is
1: happening? Right.
0: And you don't he. I don't think he has QTEs in any of his games. that nope. I remember
1: uh, Metal Gear. I would say is the one exception that where you can put, or Metal Gear Solid Four, is the one game where you can put your controller down away from you for a little bit because you're (laughs) gonna be watching and i'm not that's not a dig people know i love mgs4 i think it's the best metal gear but i think that's the one exception where you could be like all right let's watch a little short film
0: yeah yeah (laughs) let me get
1: some popcorn
0: yeah Uh, his other question here is also gaming related. I would also like to hear y'all's opinion on using climbing sections and squeeze through sections to give room for dialogue. How do you think y'all would fix finding the time for dialogue without a cutscene? Uh, so I think that again, like the most recent, uh, kind of game that I'm playing right now is doing this is God of War Ragnarok. God of War 2018 did it as well um and they have these little sections where you like squeeze through a gap in the wall and it's very clearly a loading a chance for the game to load a new area Mm -hmm. basically uh to kind of keep up especially for like the older systems for ps4 in this case um because the ps5 definitely doesn't need it that's for sure there's times where like you die and literally like the the screen hasn't even had a chance to go black yet and it already at the bottom says press x to continue like it's ready it's like let's, let's, it. start. Yeah. Let's, let's go let's do this thing um <clears throat> where on ps4 i know there's a little like a few more seconds and stuff so um i i don't know what what, what do you think about
1: this one i hate it as of as of november 2020 it's outlawed. We're not, we, we can't keep <laughs> doing it. You know what I mean? The, yeah. Whenever the new consoles launched and they have those those like SSD super speed storage where um everything just loads in in insane times. It, and it's, it's like you were saying, of course we have to keep support for the older console so they can still play it. But I don't know if it's necessarily on the dev team to figure that out because i feel like it would have taken more time if they're like okay on the ps4 version we keep the we keep the squeeze throughs and on the ps5 maybe we just have them we just have them keep going and we just have them walk through a little gorge area or maybe we don't have it at all and they just keep going down the path you know and they just talk as they walk or something there's a way to 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 alleviate that problem
0: yeah um yeah, it's just like a it, it is awkward, but I feel like at least in like God of War and like a couple other games that I've played um
1: Final Fantasy 7 did that a lot.
0: Yeah, I feel like for the most part it's like it's done. It's done pretty tastefully. Like it's not I don't like it, but it's not like egregious to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, another one of the like <clears throat> at least like they're they're able to it's not just a squeeze through section. Like if it was just like squeezing through these walls in order to load the next section and it was dead silent and Mm -hmm. awkward, it's like, that would suck. But a lot of times like they add the dialogue and I think that's a, that's a pro. That's a good thing. Like I'd rather, if we're going to have this time, use it for something, like have a conversation happening, telling more the story characters.
1: You could also just make a path that we walk on that you could do the same thing or you can have them stop and act a little whatever conversation is while they're walking. That way I don't have to worry about the, the and you know what though? This is a, this is a fringe nitpick thing, right? Because you and I and people who are into games like this, we know what that is. We know what the squeezing through trick is, but most people don't know that you're actually hiding, loading, doing that. So
0: people have no idea.
1: (laughs) And then the dev team was probably like, yeah, maybe like, 0.3% 0.3% of people actually know what we're doing, so just keep it there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That, that's that's a good point. I think most people probably don't even realize what's happening until they really either think about it or someone tells them. Essentially, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like like if they stopped and thought about it, they'd be like, "Oh, that's what's happening here. That's why there's no loading screens." You know. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, I don't know. What to me, it's not make or break. Like I don't care less. Like I, I agree with you. Like at this point, with current-gen consoles, we don't need it. Like get rid of it. But until until that happens where we stop supporting the old consoles and this is where we're at so
1: now I tell you what once we drop support for these consoles for the for the last gen consoles if I see it again I'm gonna rage out there's no <laughs> okay. point in having it anymore all right I just um, I, why- I just played uh, another game where world's loaded up in like entire worlds loaded in three seconds we're not doing this anymore
0: <laughs> that's awesome um, which, by the way, I don't because we didn't have a show last week. You have not announced your new baby. Oh no, I haven't. I was going to do that in what you're playing. Okay, then uh, then the world's carry on here because <clears throat> you kind of alluded to it here, but you didn't outright say it. So we'll uh, we'll move on then. Uh, that's it for the the, the mailbag segment. Uh, I just want to address Hop Head Ed in the chat saying, uh, "Hi, hi, what's up, Eddie? How's it going?" He says, "Nice Tony Stark glasses, Garrett. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, it's hiding." My ugly, disfigured face. I'm basically the <laughs> Phantom of the podcast, <laughs> cape and all. <coughs> that's that's what I need to get. I need to get one like a Phantom of the Opera mask and just wear that. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, um, it's now time for the nerdy nudes.
1: It's now time for the nerdy nudes.
0: Beautiful. Uh, all right. This week we have some uh, pretty, pretty interesting news, if I may say so myself. Uh, the Callisto Protocol death animations are not locked behind a paywall. This is from Game Bite, written by Richard Breslin. Um, so the, the to preface this, <clears throat> there was big news stories going around IGN, GameSpot, Polygon, all the big places. Callisto Protocol animate death animations. Are being locked behind a paywall. That's the news that they announced, and that's where they have basically sat. They haven't updated since then. <clears throat> but on November twenty fourth, uh, Richard Breslin over at Game Byte did, did, did did the real journalism here, did the hard work for us. And uh, according to him, uh, the, the the death death animations are not being held back. So let's let's start here um, at the very beginning. However, uh, this week, reports were being made, making the rounds, that developers Striking Distance Studio were holding some Death Man animations behind the Callisto Protocol Season Pass, which I looked up myself on Steam. There is a Season Pass for 20 extra dollars. Normally, the game Mm -hmm. is 60. Mm -hmm. You can spend 80 and get the Season Pass. That wasn't the only thing on there, though. We talked about it before the show, actually. Part of that Season Pass is you get two new game modes um, plus uh, a bunch of skins, and death animations and and new story DLC. So let's 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 start with the actual facts here. Let's start before we kind of move on. So news outlets jumped on this and were like, Death animations are being put behind the white paywall. This is egregious. Blah blah blah. Kind of like blown up a little bit, got the internet all up in a frenzy over it. Um, <laughs> it, it and uh uh well that is true technically there are death animations that you will have to pay extra for in this season pass a that's not the only thing that's being included there's a lot more substantial things being included and b um according to a tweet by Glenn A. showfield the ceo and director of uh, striking distance studio and callisto protocol clarified the confusion of the season pass and its death animations he says to be clear we're not holding anything back from the main game for the season pass we haven't even started work on this content yet. It's all new stuff that we'll be working on in the new year. Fans have been asked, have asked for even more deaths, so we're making it a priority next year. So he's very clearly coming out and saying like, if we were EA, <laughs> that's not what he's saying. That's what I'm saying, that's my editorial idea. <laughs> If we were EA, we'd have all these death animations in the can and we would hold them just because, just to spite you guys. Each just to spite you guys, because we hate your guts, but we're not like that. We know how badly you want more animations, so we're planning on making more. We don't know what they're going to be, but we will be making more, and they're going to be part of the season pass. I feel like that's a huge distinction. I, I, I would have been happy, even without knowing what was in the season pass, I would have been happy just knowing that, because it's like, okay, it's not like they're holding stuff back. They've Everything they wanted to make, is made and there mm-hmm. these are things that they're not even going to start until next year who knows when when they finally finished getting all you know fixed doing all the like, day one bugs and patches and stuff all through december and january probably and then probably take a month break and then jump into the new stuff you know like it could be three four months before they start this stuff <clears throat> um but uh adrian what, what what's kind of your thoughts on this because i i know before the show you were kind of like uh no that's kind of I'm, I'm not sure about this so how are you well, feeling about them? Them holding back some death animations for a season pass, or not holding so, back, but including that in there.
1: So that's the thing is, I didn't know, I didn't know it was actually going to be a season pass, right? Because all the articles said, was, or all the the things that people were tweeting about, were saying that, oh, you're going to have to pay for death animations. What they forgot to mention was, oh, the death animations are a part of the season pass with all this extra content and story content. Yeah. Okay, now that all makes sense. I'm down. I thought you were just talking about, oh, you're gonna have to pay for extra death animations by themselves. Which would have been that, that I'm been not bad. okay with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not okay <laughs> with that at all. But if they're like, yo, you get all this extra stuff in the season pass. And then on top of that, we're gonna add some more uh death animations on there. Okay, cool. I'll see you when the season pass comes out. That's where I'm at with it. Um and I think a lot of people, uh a lot of people read that like me and jumped the gun and made a conclusion until you're able to get a little more context so yeah they should probably update those headlines
0: yeah you would think they would but it's there it's a week later and they're still radio silent but that's why there's news uh news sites out there like game doing the real work out there you know (laughs) making sure that the facts are put out there Mm -hmm. um it's great kind of kind of kind of crazy because there's a lot of awesome people at those other sites. I'm not saying those other sites are trash or anything, but it's just kind of a bummer. No, but they like, got to oh, get they, clicks, they, they, I get it. They, they have a chance to set this, set things right and they're not, but. Right. Um. So yeah, that's the case with closer protocol. Even I, 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 Hey, at the top of the show, I clickbaited you. I said, "There's, you know, the Clister protocol paywall. The thumbnail for this YouTube video is going to be the Clister Protocol paywall." <laughs> I am playing into it 100%. Like I'm, 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 I mean, we're, we're, we we're, we're definitely. are no better that.
1: than IGN.
0: We're, I'm no better than IGN. Let me tell you. But if you <laughs> actually, if people actually listen to our content, then they'll realize, oh, they don't actually think that or believe that. Uh, I think that's absolutely absurd. It's not a paywall at all, and I think it's a very justified season yeah. pass that honestly I would be completely happy to pay yeah. for. Um, especially getting new, more story DLC. I don't know anything about, like, I, I, I should take that back. I know something about this game. I'm excited about this game. I have not played this game. So Nobody knows anything out, about this game. comes out, yeah, it comes out this Friday. Uh, I'm sure just people reviewing the game know about this game. But I am, if this game comes out and has great reviews, like it
1: looks like it should, based off of just preview stuff. Um, and it's the right. fact that it's the team that made the original Dead Space. so Right, right. Yeah. We're looking I mean, pretty I'm, good here. Our, our odds are looking pretty good.
0: Yeah, I might be down to uh pick up that season pass. We'll see. We'll see. Uh this next news story comes to us from Video Games Chronicle written by Andy Robinson. Sony claims Microsoft's true strategy is to make PlayStation like Nintendo. <laughs>
1: oh, this story. Oh boy. Ooh, okay.
0: Sony has claimed. That Microsoft's true strategy behind its proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard is to have PlayStation become like Nintendo and not compete in the 18-rated shooter space. The comments were made in a newly published response to UK regulator the Competition and Markets Authority decision to expand its investigation into the proposed acquisition. In its 22-page response, Sony Interactive Entertainment alleges. That if the deal were to go through, users would leave PlayStation's ecosystem. Microsoft could raise Xbox prices, and independent developers would be harmed in the fallout. He has, As has been that trend with the regulatory back and forth, much of the document focuses on Call of Duty and the perceived harm Sony claims the Activision Blizzard deal would cause, should the flagship franchise be made exclusive to Xbox. <clears throat> uh, in one section of the statement, the platform holder singles out comments made by X uh, by Microsoft that other platforms have prospered without Call of Duty, including Nintendo Switch. In its latest response, Sony says this claim ignores the facts. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of a couple of just children keep, fighting. Keep back going, in this. dude! Oh my God, this is so stupid. This makes me so <laughs> upset. SIE argues that Nintendo's strategy is differentiated from PlayStation and Xbox because it doesn't rely on 18-rated shooter franchises. Games which argues Microsoft will have virtual exclusive ownership of, of the Activision deal, Activision deal should be approved by global, global regulators. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Microsoft claims that Nintendo's differentiated model. Uh, it just goes on and on and on. Basically... PlayStation is afraid that if they lose Call of Duty, that no one will want to play PlayStation anymore. Which just goes to show how how much faith and pride they have in their exclusives, I guess. I guess their exclusives
1: are just chop liver. I was gonna say, uh God of War, <laughs> trash. Horizon, garbage. Get them out of here. We right. only make Call of Duty on PlayStation. Apparently. I don't
0: get it. Because that's I mean, yes. Uh, PlayStation technically has had like a lot of the exclusive like scoops and stuff on Call of Duty for for quite a few years. Uh, like all like DLC always comes to PlayStation first, and they get all like like they get a lot of bonus stuff, and it's been like that for years and years. Um, but to think that losing Call of Duty would like be so devastating to them, like I don't know they have so much other stuff that makes them so much money <laughs> i mean i don't it just seems so bizarre they think that's that's the end all be all and then on top of that um they yeah so uh, it, it's not like they don't have other franchises that they could fill that gap with <laughs> Killzone. uh i mean so calm <laughs> so calm like they have they have their own IPs that they own. Or their own exclusive my IPs. Do dude,
1: something with it. Dude, <laughs> Do something. this makes me so upset, uh. man. Like, this, the crazy stuff that these two have to say to each other to, <laughs> to try to get this, this big, whole, unnecessary acquisition battle over with. Like, this makes me view PlayStation in such a weird light. Basically, they're ba- what they're trying to say is, hey, we suck, right? At the end of the day, yeah. think about it. Because they're like, hey, the games that we make, they suck. They can't compete with Call of Duty, which is wild to me. Why would yeah. you ever, as a brand, as a platform, admit something like that? That is crazy to say, oh, like what? we can't what? make something as a... We've been making games for 25 plus years. We can't make something that competes with Call of Duty. What are you talking about? What? You have how many of the biggest games of the year on your platform? And you can't make you don't have the res not to mention, you we we <laughs> mentioned uh we mentioned um so common, we mentioned um Killzone. Uh which one killzone. They killzone, also have yeah. resistance that they yeah. haven't touched in who knows how long. Now yeah. they have Bungie. they have destiny that they haven't really done anything with ever since they did the, the partnership, they have plenty of avenues that they could go down to make shooters and to make yeah. really good ones. So for them to really sit there and, 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 and make that claim is almost offensive. <laughs> I just like, I, yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, that's what I was just about to say. It was like, If I was like Sony Santa Monica or Bend or whoever, I'd be like, oh, okay, thanks, Sony. Like, thank you. Like, that's great. And then also, what popped in my head was like, all the freaking Ubisoft Tom Clancy games. Like, there's freaking Rainbow Six Siege. They got Ghost Recon. They got got everything. Ubisoft (laughs) is not worried about anything. No, no. But what I'm saying is like, like yeah playstation is not hurting for 18 plus like shooter games at all there's a whole slew of their own ips and others ips that are on there and then but yeah back to like the comment where like if i was a sony exclusive studio like i would feel so horrible reading that like if i was ahead of like sony santa monica or ben yeah uh, they just uh, basically
1: told you you don't matter
0: yeah sony san diego i'd be like oh gee thanks all right well not sucks. not the fact that
1: <laughs> not the fact that you know god of war is the fastest selling playstation title in yeah. playstation history no that doesn't mean anything because it's not call of duty
0: freaking last of us and and uncharted chop lever naughty dog screw those guys who's right that? all those that nines Neil out Druckmann? of tens and
1: ten out of ten titles you've put out in the last five years they don't mean anything because they're not the scale of call of duty yeah ridiculous like, yeah.
0: Like yeah, okay, it's not a, you know, mature uh, first person shooter game, but I mean, that that's not what gaming's all about. Like the game no, is all about there's way like, more so much than that. More. Honestly, like that's yeah, they make a lot of money, but like I don't know. Like so many you people know, like PlayStation, PlayStation can make other-,
1: other games and still be successful. There's yeah. another Japanese company that doesn't make a first person shooter but has some of the biggest brands in the world. You can do that. You no, can but they do don't, that. They don't
0: want. they don't want to be. That's the thing. Sony, they, they, apparently Sony looks down at Nintendo. That's the other thing. I feel bad for Nintendo because they're this old, <laughs> like, just stray bullet. Like, what the heck? Like, I'm right. just over here minding my own and business. And it's like, yo, it- fam,
1: no, no, no. We make bigger <laughs> games than both of y'all, right? <laughs> Relax. You don't need to talk. You can't talk crazy to us at all, all right? <laughs> That's the uh, other thing. How dare you kind of shoot astray at them? Did your game spell $10 million in three days? Oh yeah, yeah. Did Call exactly. of Duty sell 10 million in three days? I don't think it did. I don't no, think no, it did. No, yeah, no. I don't think no, so. No, I, you better, not. you better take Nintendo's name out your mouth. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, yeah. No, but that's bonkers, that's crazy, crazy, dude.
1: Sony has so many so many IP that they could turn into, or they could revive into into competitive uh, shooters. As far as Call of Duty is concerned, or how about you just make one that's good for the PlayStation fan base? You know, the people who already have your stuff. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need to be Call of Duty, but you can you can put it on PlayStation Plus for free. You can make a new uh, zone or a new Resistance and make a Battle Royale mode for that and put it on PlayStation Plus for free. Why not? That way you compete. Yeah. Who, exactly. Who's going to turn down a free game?
0: Absolutely no one. I mean make a Fortnite. Look at <laughs> right, Fortnite. Right. Fortnite is making money hand over fist.
1: Make a Completely SOCOM. Spray. Make a Completely SOCOM spray. and put it on and put it for PlayStation Plus subscribers. <clears throat> Why not? Oh man. I miss SOCOM. That's such a good game. Exactly my point, Garrett. It's a military-style shooter. Imagine that. And it was it was made for squad tactics. What what are most battle royales today? Squad based. It's right there. It's right there. And you have Bungie. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? What are we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about two
0: children is bickering. (laughs) Because Xbox isn't much better either. Like they're kind of playing into it and being like petty as well. It's like, come on, you two. Like get your act together. Come on.
1: Man, if Um, I'm PlayStation, I, I, I have no time. I would have no time to be in court about this acquisition because I'd be too busy getting my studios together. Being I mean, like, yo, Insomniac, hey, uh, when you guys finish that that Spider Man, guess what you're making after that? You're we're, we're doing Resistance Four, yeah, Heck yeah, yeah. That's what we're that's what we're doing, <laughs> okay. Uh, and and same deal. Uh, whoever we can find, uh, Gorilla, yeah, you know what we're doing? We're doing a Killzone Battle Royale. I would, I would okay?
0: love a Killzone game. Killzone is so good.
1: You don't have to make a whole campaign. Because people, for some reason, don't like kill zone campaigns, <laughs> which is weird. But we're going to do a Killzone Battle Royale, and we're going to put it out on PlayStation Plus for free, okay? And we're not going to give up on it after a year, like like they like to do with stuff. So, there are ways and avenues that you could compete. Of course, you're not going to be on the same scale. You can aim to be on the same scale, but Call of Duty, it's a monolith. It's a giant. Yeah. I get it. yeah. But you not only have these shooter IPs, you have tons of other different kind of IPs that you could be just as successful with, as long as they're good. And people are, the the audience is showing you. When you make good games, when you make Horizons, when you make Last of Us's, when you make God of Wars, when you make, you know, different stuff like that, Spider-Man's, people come and people buy them. They buy them because they're good. And none of those are shooters. I don't know. I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> no, it's I don't just, know about
1: these companies.
0: I feel like they're just, like, grasping at whatever they can because, like, they just really don't want the deal to go through and so they're just, like, they know they're making stuff up, but they're just trying. They're, like, like a little kid it's like one of my kids throwing a temper tantrum they say and do things that don't make sense but it's because they're just doing everything in their power to make whatever they don't want to happen to not happen
1: and it's that's gonna what it happen seems
0: like like sony is just exactly that's 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 like it's gonna happen so like just suck it this up this is a waste like... of
1: time a waste of money and a waste of resources that they could have been using to put towards other projects to compete with call of duty yeah. to be honest with you
0: yep i agree um, well, speaking of uh, Nintendo and they're selling over 10 million units, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold over 10 million units in their first three days and set us a Nintendo record. Uh, the other elephant this, in the room. <laughs> this uh, article is written by Adam Bankhurst over at IGN. Not only has Pokemon Scarlet and Violet sold an impressive 10 million combined units within the first three days of launch, they also count for the highest global sales level for any software on any Nintendo platform within that time frame. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet launched globally on November 18th, and these sales figures from Nintendo include both packaged and downloadable versions. The newest entries in the legendary Pokemon franchise mark the second outing of the mainline franchise following Pokemon Sword and Shield. For comparison, Sword and Shield sold over 6 million units in their first week, which was a record for the fast-selling Switch at the title at the game. Sorry. At the time, the Switch has seen plenty of Pokemon titles since 2017, including Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl, and Pokemon Legends Arceus, which blows my mind that that game came out this year.
1: Like right? That we've gotten,
0: like, it seems so long ago, but it was not even a year ago. Uh, barely a year ago. <clears throat> it, was right, it was January? End of January, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. These sales numbers were reached despite some glaring technical issues plaguing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. That being said, the game surrounding these bugs appears to be something special. In our Pokemon Scarlet and Violet review in progress, we said after a few years of experimentation on the Switch, Game Freak has finally stumbled upon an open world formula that successfully reinvents how Pokemon is played while remaining true to the nostalgic childhood vision of exploration, adventure, and cute monster collecting uh so there you have it nintendo is like hey you guys are over there saying it's bad to be nintendo but i don't know we're breaking some crazy <laughs> records over here selling 10 million years pretty and... greasy over here baby we're, we're mean, doing just <laughs> fine god of war ragnarok sold five something in their first week right and uh in here pokemon scarlet Violet sold 10 in three days so i don't know i i think i'd rather be nintendo in this situation maybe <laughs> oh man absolutely insane now you've played a little bit of pokemon you're a little more familiar with the game and uh and just the history of the franchise in in general uh what what are your thoughts on this so and and and, and i guess and i guess maybe more specifically how how do you think it gets these kind of sales despite how it's running that's what i'm kind of surprised by
1: (laughs) okay i can break that down for you ready I here here uh here's my uh my dissertation It gets that many sales despite it being in the terrible technical shape it in because it's Pokemon. That's it. That's all it is. That's literally it. It's because it's Pokemon. That makes sense.
0: That makes sense.
1: Yeah. It's the biggest media brand on the planet earth. That's that's honestly, that's all it is. Like I think the next two or three down on the list combined I think it's what is it, Harry Potter and, and is it, uh, it's Harry Potter and something else. Is it Disney or something like that combined? Don't match what the Pokemon Company earns and brings in as a brand. Really? Wow. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, it's,
0: it's insane. So I guess my question is even like, so, so my next question would be, do you think a lot of these are her pre-orders or like got gotcha purchases where people didn't realize what they were getting, or do you think this is despite the the state of the game? You know, they no, I think like, this no, is... it's Pokemon. I still need it. I know it's not good, but I need this game because Pokemon.
1: It's it's a it's a very good number of that. Uh, it's also because a lot of these are younger. Well, not you know what though. I I don't think that's true that the majority audience for pokemon at this point is is young people i think it's people our age trying to recapture that nostalgia um and i think it's a lot of people our age that aren't as plugged in as we are to game development and they only saw the commercials and they were like oh yeah that looks kind of cool i'm gonna go ahead and pick that up and i think that's what happened um (sighs) honestly that's the only thing that makes sense for it to sell 10 million in three days is that everybody knows pokemon right yeah the switch is on its way to become nintendo's <laughs> highest selling console ever so the market is gigantic and a lot of those people bought those consoles knowing that a pokemon game was coming so it's it's a, it's a slam dunk on all fronts for nintendo and game yeah. freak um but i will say this about the game itself is it is a techno it's a technical nightmare right Frame rate is awful. Um, there's so many different camera issues, game model issues. Um, there are some of the texture work and oh. just I saw oh that my one God. screenshot
0: on Twitter where it's like a, the mountain. It wasn't a mountain; it was like a hill. But yeah, it was like it had just a tile texture. Yeah, it was like a repeated Nintendo 64 like hill tile. Like do, do, that's do, do, what do, do, I was gonna say. DC. You know, the last
1: time they used to do that was PS1 and N64. <laughs> And they're still doing that. Like, are you kidding me? uh, Uh, People's people's games have been crashing on them left and right. It's just, it's a nightmare. I know there's some weird glitches. I was watching this one guy's video
0: where he literally like jumped over a wall at this certain uh, spot, fell into like this abyss. Screen goes black. And when it reloads in, he was at like whatever the final four is called in this game. I don't know what it's called, but like he was there and he walked up to the door and he was like, He's like, oh, they're, they're, there's no way they're going to let me in. And he clicked on it, talked to the guy. They let him in. Like, he glitched the game just by what, jumping over this wall in a certain spot to, like, not only mm-hmm. get to the end of the game, but then they let him play with zero. He had zero gym badges. He had just started the game, and they let him into, like, the Final Four or whatever it's called. Uh, and it's just like, what the heck? <laughs>
1: like, the game's so broken. Now, uh... here's the other thing, though, is with that and I am, I am just as, as guilty as everybody else, right? We all know that it is a technical monster, <laughs> but the game itself as a game, as a concept is fantastic, right? What they're trying to do despite the frame rate and despite the problems is such a good experience as far as a Pokemon game is concerned, as far as a reinvention and a modernization of Pokemon. That people are pushing through all the bugs and all the all the you know different crap and all that different kind of stuff to to actually play the game. Right. Yeah. Um and I kind of liken this one, and and we took baby steps <clears throat> with Sword and Shield and with Arceus, right? So my observation of of different phenomena like this is I like to say that Breath of the Wild is the realization of what they were trying to do with the first Zelda game in the essence of you could go anywhere, you could do anything, just explore. And that's, that's the, the, the game is the adventure, right? It's not necessarily the bosses you have to beat or the, the tasks that you have to do, but the fun is in trying to get to that and exploring different areas. Right. And it's the same thing with Pokemon. If you think about the, the basis form of Pokemon is, you're in the world of Pokemon. You're exploring in different routes and caves and mountains and stuff like that trying to find different stronger Pokemon and train yours to become the best so you can beat, you know, gym leaders or whatever obstacles are in your way. And Scarlet and Violet are the first games that take that vision and kind of give it the freedom and realize it the way that it it seemed like we all remember red and blue and yellow back in the day making it feel and that's the accomplishment with it and that's why people are willing to push through the obviously terrible technical (laughs) aspects of it because that's how good it is and that's how much of a accomplishment it is as a game Hmm. so okay that's kind of and that's why i can see why it was able to sell so many uh copies so shortly not to mention yeah. there's 120 switches 120 million switches out there There's too, a lot of so. yeah,
0: a lot of freaking switches out there too. Um yeah, that that makes sense. Like it it's such a behemoth of a franchise, like you can't mm-hmm. stop it. At this point it's like a giant boulder rolling, it's like good luck stopping that thing. Right. Um, but cool. Uh, now I had one last question. Have you been playing uh
1: handheld or docked mainly? So I started docked um, mm-hmm. and it was probably one of the worst experiences i've had playing a switch game and i uh took it out and played it on handheld because i know it's less stressful on the processor and and, and yeah that's um, that's, and that's
0: what i had heard is like it runs better apparently in handheld because it's yeah. only to surrender at like seven something p instead of 1080 i mean it
1: doesn't even hit that most of the time so <laughs> i wouldn't even worry about that um but once I started playing it handheld, it kind of evened out and it's it's not decent, but better. Much better than, than docked mode. And we'll just okay. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: Cool. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for that insight on that. And congrats to Pokemon Company for doing it again. Yeah. Um
1: As they even, tend to. Do. Uh,
0: yeah, even when you put out <laughs> a bad product, you still break records. So uh, or I shouldn't say bad product, a unfinished product, good there product go. that's not finished, a good product not finished. Um, hopefully they will though. I hope they come out with a good update. Like you were you were joking earlier, like they, they got they made enough money, like they don't they, they're gonna take their time sweet time on it. I think it was before the show you mentioned that, but at the same time, I don't know. It's a bad look. Like I feel like they got these sentenced at least before Christmas because a bunch, a bunch you of kids get this for Christmas and it barely runs. Like oh man.
1: But at the same time, like I like we were just saying, it barely runs, but we sold 10 million. We don't really yeah. have to do anything at this point if we don't want to. <laughs> it's just, it's a bad look on them. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right, well, that is it for the Nerdy Nudes this week. Uh, now it is time for our Patreon ad. <laughs> This is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com supergamerboys and supporters over there starting at just a dollar a month. One buck. You can get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show, such as Super Gamer Book Club. Uh, you can be getting early access to Book Club uh, two months early. Uh, that's right. You can be listening to... Uh, Luigi's Mansion episode right now and this Friday uh, hopefully hopefully, as long as everyone's healthy uh, and my eyes don't blow out of my head um, <laughs> Legend of Zelda Link to the Past uh, recorded with uh, our friends the Nintendo Cartridge Society uh, that'll be a fun one there uh, if you sub us at like the $5 month level you get show notes early you can see what we're going to be talking about on each show leave your own questions, comments, concerns uh on each of the listener questions, on the nerdy nudes, whatever you wanna talk about there. And uh, we'll share it here on the show if you, if you if you leave them there. So you can find all this stuff over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, 10 bucks a month, you can be a sponsor, you get shout outs in the show, and 15 bucks a month, you can be one of our Patreon producers, you can be our boss, pitch us segments. Um, uh, just, yeah, just tell us what to do, basically. Uh, at this point, we have some pretty uh, benevolent <laughs> Patreon producers who are pretty easygoing. They, they pitch things here and there, or like kind of give tips, or they hang out. They'll jump on the show. But for the most part, they are pretty chill. Pretty chill. So take it or leave it however you want to do it. If you just want to help us out, we would very much appreciate you at that uh, Patreon producer tier if you love what we do. Um, remember, you can also subscribe on Twitch over here at twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys. If you have Amazon Prime, that means you have Prime Gaming over on, on Twitch. And uh, you can use your free Prime Gaming sub. Doesn't cost you anything, and we get five bucks. So think about sending it our way. We'd appreciate it. Uh, a, a quick uh, free fiver. Uh, and if you don't use it, it just goes to waste. Let's go back to Jeff Bezos. So do you want to support Jeff Bezos and his, his new spaceship building? company <laughs> whatever is space race against elon musk uh or do you wanna do you wanna send it to us elon ain't <laughs> going nowhere he, he's got twitter to worry about that's blowing up <laughs> oh, all right oh my god uh I, I i don't even he i'm not gonna talk about it let's move on uh, <laughs> w.gg uh you can support us over there as well using code sgb And you get uh, 10% off your order. And we also get a kickback off that. So think about going over there. If you want some good, good energy drink, that's right. Uh, I don't have my cup down here. But um, yeah, I drink it uh, in the mornings while I'm working. It uh, has a special neurofactor in there It helps with heightened brain function uh, Gives me the energy I need with no crash uh, No sugar, no gluten uh, Yeah, it's a, it's a great product It tastes amazing I love me some Galaxy Grenade and Dub Sludge And uh, those are those are my two favorite flavors and uh yeah you should uh definitely definitely try some out pick it up they have a sampler pack you can get little i think it's like 10 or 15 bucks and get three little packets three flavors you get the shaker cup with their logo on it and uh and again use our code and we get a little bit of a financial kickback from that that helps us helps us a lot uh so every little bit counts there all right that's it for the ads let's get back to the show All right. This is a part of the
1: show, Adrian, where I ask you, what's you playing? <clears throat> well, a uh, lot of a lot of things have happened uh, since the uh, last time we've recorded. Um, well, I can tell you that one of the things that I've been playing uh, is a little. Uh, a little title by the name of Astro's Playroom. And I know what you're thinking. No, no, no. Wait,
0: Adrian. Adrian. Hmm. How would you possibly play
1: Astro's Playroom? That's where I was going, my good friend. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know what you're thinking. How in the world am I playing this? Well. Uh, let's see here. Well, I uh that 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 knuckleheaded brother of mine, um recently got himself a uh a PlayStation Five console um in anticipation of God of War Ragnarok. And um, you know, we were we, we got to talking about it and he was telling me how it was really cool and, you know, and I was telling him what was going on with me and 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 the history that I have with my and the issues that I have with my my stuff and you know, we we kind of just sat there and 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 hashed it out and at the end of the day he was like, "Yo, dude. Like you're you're honestly only hurting yourself. Like Sony probably doesn't even know who you are." And I'm like, "Yeah, you're you're kind of right." At the end of the day, and it was an old account that didn't really have anything on it. It just had the name and it ended up getting permalocked because I had tried so many times to, to get it back. So he was like, you know what? You should probably just let bygones be bygones, start it all over, which is what I did. And I ordered myself a PlayStation 5.
0: There we go. We did it, boys. We did it.
1: We won. We won. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I it took me two years, literally. Yeah. So um but yeah, so I ordered that. It actually came really quick. I ordered it straight from PlayStation and uh got here in about 2 days, believe it or not. Um so I used it. The first thing I did was played Astro's Playroom and I got to be honest, Garrett. I know a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, no way, dude. How do you think that? How do you how do you believe that?" I honestly have astro's playroom and i I know it came out in 2020 but it's in like my top three (laughs) for this year believe it or not okay believe it or not
0: now (coughs) i just want to rewind a little bit
1: i don't remember this conversation
0: i really don't i do i vividly remember it because i was so sad because i think i said the same thing when i first played mine playstation 5 i was like holy cow this game might be like up there with game of the year. And it, and I think I said the same thing because it didn't come out the year. I got my PlayStation. I was like, it didn't come out this year. But as of games I've played, like this is like up there top of my list. Like it's fantastic. And you, you and JJ gave me so much crap saying, like, no, that's a tech demo. Like it's just showing off okay. the Sense. It's not a game. It's not Which a game. Is, and so
1: can you blame hearing... me? Because that's all I've heard. That's all I've heard yeah. about that game. Yeah. Number one. Number two, I can't imagine being that dismissive about an AstroBot game because every mm. AstroBot experience before this—did you play Rescue Mission? It's phenomenal. VR, no. I never It's phenomenal. That. Yeah, I it's know. So I good. only
0: I only heard how incredible it was, but I at right. that point I had already ditched the the VR. But honestly, <laughs> what, from what
1: I've heard, and I think I was upset about it because I've heard that they just took AstroBot and they made it into a tech demo for the DualSense. And it couldn't be, that couldn't be more of a simplistic description of what Astro's Playroom is. Um, now I will like, I would like to say Garrett, and I know you you may agree, you may disagree. Um, Astro's Playroom is the strongest case of PlayStation propaganda. I have ever (laughs) seen in my entire life. No convention, no PSX, no E3 press conference, no anything. No special edition console has pushed and pulled the heartstrings of people who have played PlayStation products more than this game. I mean, every single inch of all of the levels have different parts of PlayStation history, parts of the consoles themselves all yeah. throughout
0: this is a game where literally every step you take every time you even like pivot your camera just just a couple degrees there's some new cool little piece of playstation history like you'll you'll look up in the clouds and like if if you never looked up like oh shoot there's things flying in the sky oh wait that's a reference to this game right uh oh i'm gonna go up and smack this tree and if you never hit that tree like something falls out like oh wait that's from this like. It's literally dripping and oozing with just full on this PlayStation nostalgia in history and the love for all of it. And it's so fantastic. Like, it's crazy. Um and I and I love I love how all the Astro bots are that are like themed on the different characters. Like yes. Of course, of course you get to that. there's like a section where there's a big mud pit and there's a dude with like the death stranding outfit and all the back <laughs> box on his back. Like he's stuck in the mud or whatever. And there's a uh, um
1: there's, oh, they're, dude that? they're all of them dude. I mean they're Crash everywhere Bandicoot, like, Uncharted yeah, Final yeah. Fantasy seven all it's the so big good. PlayStation hitters are they have little Astrobots reenacting stuff from it dude the you want to know this. where it got me was in the first level when there were four little Astrobots and they were all sitting around like a bonfire or a campfire uh-huh, and they yeah. all had monster hunter gear on and they were all playing <laughs> multiplayer monster Hunter on PSP Oh, if that didn't, like, shoot a nostalgia <laughs> arrow straight into my heart, man. Because those were some good times. And I I just, like, uh, I had to keep going. I had to see what was, what was further up. And it is honestly, the one thing I will say is it's disappointing uh, when I put my thoughts out there about it, that people were like, yeah, this is going to be the best use of the Dual Sense that you're ever going to play with the console. Because, uh, man... Yeah, I the way that it uses that controller is insane. It's it's I, wild.
0: See, and I kind of disagree with that, because I feel like, I think... It's not that there's nothing else out there that is as good at using the DualSense. It's that, well, A, a lot of third-party games don't use it because, obviously, they have to make games for both PlayStation and
1: Oh poor Sony. baby! Poor. I'm not saying it's
0: a. I'm not saying it's a, an excuse that they could use, but I think in general they don't use it to the best of their ability because of that. And B, uh, I think other experiences they use it really well, but it's just not as concentrated. This is such a concentrated experience of it that you mm-hmm. fall in love with it, and so then when you go to other games, even if it is used well, it's just not used a lot. As so much. then. So then, so then you kind of maybe walk away feeling like, oh, it's not—it wasn't used as well there. When really it was, it just wasn't like such a concentrated experience where this is literally everything you do is connected to what you're doing in the dual sense. So, so what you're telling me so, is I'm going to be
1: chasing that first high the entire time.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like I—I I, I, so I commented on that on that post on Twitter, and I'm like, well, you know, Death Stranding—I love what they do with that because yeah, you walk through mud or gravel or dirt, you feel it in the controller just like you do in Astro's Playroom uh or when you pull the triggers and like you feel the weight on your back and the more bags the the harder it is to pull those triggers the less bags easier it is um call of duty you pull the trigger and like feeling the recoil they're gonna and the trigger is like fighting back against you like that's a really cool feeling at least at first after a while it can get tiresome but at first it's like this is really fun and really cool um and again yeah i think because it's not so concentrated to be honest, now that I've been playing my PlayStation long enough, there's sometimes I don't even know it's doing things and I don't even notice it. Like it's it, not until afterwards. I'm like, oh, I think my controller was like vibrating there with whatever texture I was climbing. or mm-hmm. But it, you you get used to it. Unfortunately, it's just like anything else. It's like, you know, I don't know. you, you uh, Yeah. I'm still in which is, in a, un, which in is unfortunate the... which is unfortunate you just it's like you know it's just like you keep using drugs you just got to keep getting take, keep taking more and more to get <laughs> that high it, again that that's hit, what the that dual sense is you need more and more to even realize it's even happening
1: you know <laughs> uh the uh, other thing i wanted to um comment on uh with the dual sense is the haptics um even with god of war i feel like they're using it pretty well. Um, I think these haptics absolutely blow the ones in the Joy-Con out of the water. And the ones in the yeah. Joy-Con are really good. Mm-hmm. So for, you know, it for them to be that good is an accomplishment in engineering. So hats off to uh, whichever team developed that because you guys did an, a fantastic job. Especially, uh, and again, I have to go back to Astro because it's the best use case of it. But to be able to simulate what... What grass would feel like when you run through it and for me to go, you know what that kind of does feel like grass I kind of I kind of believe that that would be grass, you yeah. know or <laughs> something like that is, is is astonishing um so yeah, uh I am having a really good time so far
0: that is fantastic to hear. i'm so I'm so happy for you and yeah, you were showing me your dashboard of games you have right now I'm like, oh you got. <laughs> you, you I got a lot of work ahead of me. A <laughs> lot of work ahead of you, But <laughs> I got all so, the
1: first two years big hitters ready to yeah. go.
0: Yeah. Um I, I I I saw you didn't have a uh, sack boy in there.
1: Uh is that is that one worth it? Cuz I was I was looking for a real little big planet, but I don't think to get uh, one. I only ever knew one person who
0: played it. It was uh, Nate and he really enjoyed it cuz it has co-op and I think he was able to play with his wife a little bit
1: but oh. yeah he really liked see, it and, so, and here's here's another case of it right i heard that this was just their version of mario 3d world interesting
0: yeah I, it's not from what i understand it's not like little big planet it's, it's right don't expect it to be little big Planet. see that's but, what
1: i'm looking for yeah I or mean, how come they have imported dreams over with all that extra processing power yeah
0: no you just gotta play the ps4 version i don't know mm, that's weird it is weird very weird Um, well, for me, I've just been playing more God of War Ragnarok. I don't really have much more to add to that. Which is also excellent. I
1: didn't, I didn't even talk about that, but I'm playing it as well. I am
0: about between 25 and 30 hours into it now. Um, and still, I think I have a lot more to go, but I'm, I'm doing all the side things. Like any side quest that comes up, I'm doing, I'm getting all the extra armor, all the extra whatever, get get gadgets and gizmos and everything.
1: Done with the ravens yet? Um,
0: and uh no, I'm not done with the ravens. Uh I I I'm man, they're just they're really hard cuz they they so they make a certain sound. If you hear the sound, then it's kind of like a clue like, "Oh, there's a raven nearby." there's been a couple mm-hmm. times I've heard it and I've spent like 10 15 minutes looking around, could not find a thing. Drove me nuts. So um I don't know if I'm just blind or what probably. Um <laughs> Maybe I should take, uh, oh, duct tapes in the chat. What's up? Those shades are looking sweet. Uh, so, oh, he's asking about the new God of War compared to the other ones. Well, I've never played the original trilogy. What well, like, whatever, the, the uh, original so, like, one, two, and three. But compared to 2018, uh, it's, it's better. It's it's better, which got 2018 that, was freaking masterpiece. Right, so the fact right, that right. this is better is kind of crazy, but they did it again. Um, so if you like I the have 2018 a lot of one,
1: for sure, play yeah.
0: play Ragnarok. But
1: I have a lot of thoughts on the classic games that a lot of people don't share uh, as mm. far as Kratos as a character. Um, they love to label him as like a one-note rage monster, and I don't think that could be further from the truth. Mm. Uh, if you actually pay attention to the story and not just go in and try to, you know, just murder people the whole entire way through, I think there's a lot more to it, especially if you play... The uh, the PSP games, which give a lot more context to Kratos as a person too. I mean, not to say that the main games don't, but it really kind of shows you uh, that his range as an individual and why, if the same thing happened to you, I feel like you would be the same level of pissed off. So yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think they're necessarily comparable uh, because they're not the same style of game yeah very different. um yeah i don't know i'll leave it there because we could go into a whole thing about it
0: <clears throat> yeah but uh yeah over I'm, I'm loving this game and i love that the side quest have a purpose um like some games the side quests really feel like just a side quest to fill time um this is a first like even in uh, I'll say it, even in Spider-Man, like all those side things you do in there, it's just to explore it's a just task. and to find a Spider-Man. But it doesn't add to the story, at least in my opinion, it didn't add to the story. God of War, there's things that I have learned about these characters where if I didn't hear that, I'm like, imagine not knowing this. Like, that's such a major key point to this character that mm-hmm. I would have missed if I didn't do
1: these side quests. So I... Uh, I just did I, one, and I couldn't imagine. I can't... I, I don't know how they they put all that extra work into making a side quest with that had all these extra like dialogue options and, and, and cave formations and and all this different kind of mechanics and people could have just passed right by all of that. That's yeah. crazy. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. It's almost like
0: a whole separate game that you're playing. It's absolutely right. insane. Like, uh, like there's whole sections. Yeah. Brand new sections of the map that it's like like the map is already huge and then it'll like open up and be like okay here's the side quest area it's like what it's the same size as the main game area <laughs> like are you kidding me right now it's crazy so i love it uh you everyone should go play it if you have ps5 ps4 go play god of war ragnarok yes. it's freaking fantastic um it's i think I, I keep going every morning i wake up some mornings i'm like god of war ragnarok is game of the year for me other mornings I wake up, I'm like, eh, "Elden Ring was pretty dang good." So I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time kind of picking, but I think more and more I'm I fine with towards... either of them. They're yeah, I... they're
1: both fantastic to me. If, if either, whichever one out of the two, if it's God of War or Elden Ring, I'm happy with it. I'm fine. Yeah, they both oh, deserve yeah.
0: it. Hundred percent. All right. <clears throat> well, that is it for this week. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate it so very much. We know you have. Uh, not a lot of time in your day and a lot of other things you could be doing. And so the fact that you spend it listening to our podcast, watching us on YouTube, watching us live on Twitch Monday nights when we record, we appreciate it. Um, and, uh, if you wouldn't mind hitting that subscribe on YouTube, hitting the like thumbs up on there, uh, make sure to subscribe on the podcast feed. If you're over here on Twitch, give us a follow, uh, turn on that bell notification. Cause once in a while we'll go live even, uh, when it's not a Monday night and, Wanna, you'll you'll want to know when it is because sometimes we do some fun stuff. Um, you can support us if you really love what we do financially over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Support us over there starting at just a dollar a month. Uh, and that will help go towards hosting fees, uh, games, uh, equipment, whatever we might, might need to kind of help keep the show running, keep making cool content for you guys so go ahead and support us over there please uh you can also go to sgbstore.com and buy some merch and that also helps us out we get to make a little bit off of each of those not a ton but uh you get a t-shirt get a mug get a sticker get some fun stuff over there and we would again very much appreciate it remember w.gg use code sgb to get 10 percent off that helps us as well rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps especially apple podcasts that would help tremendously Shout out to Jack Siracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. Find them on Spotify and Apple Music. Links to, in this show description uh, on YouTube and in and, and the podcast here. You can go to this description and uh, listen to them over on Spotify right now. Or uh, do a sort of quick little search for Apple Music if you can. I would add the links for Apple Music, but I don't have Apple Music, so I don't think I can search for them on my phone. Uh... So if, if anyone has an Apple Music subscription and wants to t- send me those links, that'd be great because I could add that in the description too. Um, where can people find us during the week? Well, you can find us at SuperGamerBoys.com, Twitter and Instagram at SuperGamerBoys. I'm over on Twitter and Instagram and Hive because apparently Twitter is going to implode. And if it does... Gaming Twitter decided on Hive. Yeah. Uh, At
1: GMorlang. So follow me on Hive as well if you're over there. (laughs) Uh, You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy as usual.
0: And uh, yeah, you can find JJ somewhere, but be careful. He's slowly becoming. Because we can't find him here. (laughs) That's true. That's true. He's slowly becoming a supervillain. So just be careful. Don't get too close to him.
1: (laughs) Um, All right. That's all I got. AP. well ladies and uh ladies and gentlemen thank you for a another week of the super gamer boys podcast thank you for hanging out with us and listening to us just uh babble on for an hour and a half about Vigi games and uh thankful that you are listening because uh we love to talk about them and we love it more when you listen to them so for uh garrett what should i say what would jj say <laughs> something inappropriate <sighs> yeah i know <laughs> whatever he probably uh, makes some comment about my goofy glasses <laughs> for Garrett the glasses more lang, <laughs> and for me Adrian the homeboy Holmes we are the super gamer boys and we will catch you on the flippity flop almost a month JJ's been gone can't believe it can't believe it this is this is how he shows he cares for you viewers and listeners I feel like he's like to silently quit at this point right quiet quitting is what they call it and that's what he's doing beautifully.